what week was it? Was it six? We're in week six. Can you believe it? Wow. Batch talk with How the bro. Time flies, I tell you. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Batch talk <laughs> with the broskies. Episode six. And boy, was this one not an exciting one, Pat. Oh, by the way, Pat's here. After two weeks off, Pat is finally back with us on Batch Talk guys? with the Broskies. Hi. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. What can I say? I'm happy to be back. Thanks for inviting me back, Frank. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hopefully you guys enjoy this uh, batch talk with the broskies this week. <clears throat> yeah, they should. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of Frank and uh, Pat just <laughs> just overanalyzing the couple of like good content that we got <laughs> from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> This was a tough one, Frank, because there wasn't a lot that happened, unfortunately. I thought there'd be a little bit more. But um, we've got some stuff. We got some stuff, at least. Yeah, and I just want to open with, how much money did Virgin Galactic cruise ships or whatever spend uh, <laughs> on this on, on this season of The Bachelor? Because it is essentially the, a character on the show. At the, I thought it would only be like a one-week thing. It is every week. Like, it's been, what, three weeks now that we've been on? The, yeah. Like It's like half of the season we've been on this boat. It's um, it's a big boat, man. It's huge. Yeah, it's. I mean, it looks sweet. Like, if Virgin wants to invite us on to review it, I mean, maybe the boat from the Bachelorette. I mean, I sure'd be happy to do it. But um, I'm sure you would as well. Yeah. Why don't we uh, give him a call and see if we can uh, somehow get that going? All right. Do you have <clears throat> Richard Branson's phone number? Or? I can find it. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I can I, find it. I mean, I, I'm sure I've like a first connection with him on like LinkedIn or something. I can, I can mm-hmm. make it happen. Um, oh, yeah. So, Pat, uh, this week we were in uh, Amsterdam. Have you ever been in Amsterdam? Amsterdam. Um, you know what? I've flown into Amsterdam um, when I flew back from Germany. And so that was um, a layover, and that was crazy because there were tons of people. Um, it was actually a really cool, like, flight into the airport because there's all this water and, like, windmills and stuff. It's really mm-hmm. cool. <clears throat> but that's all I saw. So um, if I were to explore, I'm sure it'd be even more amazing. So I've never been to the Netherlands, but I've been to basically as close as you can get without getting in Europe. So I this summer I was in Aruba and Curacao, which I believe are both a part of the Kingdom of the Netherlands. Um, so and oh, cool. I've been to Holland, Michigan, which is famous for their tulips. Um, so yeah, that's pretty close. I would say that's um, um, up there. I would say that's pretty close. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, good beer up there too. <clears throat> um, so Pat, it is I a got... week week before hometowns i mean how does the time fly yeah i tell you they're ramping up for it though let me tell you um every other word that i hear from the bachelorettes is it's hometown coming up next week (laughs) and they're excited i don't know they're excited they're excited to meet the families and um yeah it'll be uh pretty cool i think exciting something different yeah i it was definitely an exciting episode in the fact that like it's kind of that hometown selection it was like i I think our by the way our predictions were like totally busted from like what we thought but um yeah It's an interesting episode just because we're really... I mean, this is when the rubber meets the road here. I mean, as our friend Rick likes yeah. to say, it's squeaky bum time. I mean, it's it. this is this is when... <laughs> I mean, who you are is... To quote Buck Showalter, the famous baseball manager, who you are is who you are. Um, something about, like, there's no hiding. Like, basically, there's... I mean... 
it's it, Pat. This episode, you kind of, I think, I think we kind of all knew where the roses were going at the end of the episode. Just yeah, definitely, yeah. And I feel like that's you know one of those things where you get kind of close and you kind of figure out where all these bachelors are going and what the bachelorettes actually are looking for in guys and you kind of figure out as they go on where they're going to go because they kind of have an attachment towards certain bachelors now i feel yeah and that's thing is like well i guess we've probably this is a spoiler episode but you kind of at least me i mean this is kind of spoiling the rose ceremony at the end but i kind of had a feeling that once Ethan didn't yes. get um, so oh we can go into the date card so once Ethan didn't get the one on one date with oh, Rachel yeah. I kind of felt like th- this was the last yeah. week we were having of Ethan unfortunately yeah I completely agree um, once she was giving the roses out I kind of knew um, it was going to go Avon and Tino honestly mm-hmm. like I kind of called it as they did it like right before they did it i was like avon's number one tino's number two and then that was it i mean spoiler alert there you go but yeah it's just kind of like there wasn't any even like question that like i think tino will is honestly probably gonna win the show so i there was no question of who was like to me who was gonna get it right it was okay Aiden's yeah. going to get a rose. <laughs> Tina's going to get a rose. And, and, yeah. and honestly, Aven and Tino not already having a rose was kind of funny because they're, I mean, mm-hmm. I think this season for Rachel is Aven, Tino, Zach. Uh, Tyler, my Wildwood, New Jersey guy, go birds. Um, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that, unfortunately, he's up there with them. So I I think that even Tino Zach are your front runners, and I do think Tina's going to win the show. No. But I kind of have a different opinion a little bit. Wow. I think Tino is going to go um, pretty close to all the way, but I think Avon might actually take it. That's my opinion. Wow. But it's not over yet. <clears throat> That's my yeah. lock. Yeah, it's. I mean, we still have hometowns. I mean, I'm curious to see where that goes. Mm, that's true. That could completely. That could completely change everything. <clears throat> and so I guess we can just quick run through the episodes. So we had the date card. Zach got a one on one. He had a great date with Rachel um, when they were like in Hollywood. Whatever went to the world premiere. Um, you knew that this was just going to be another good. Uh, date for them and then the date card for gabby's team was nate nate was on the date card and boy pat we can get into this now it kind of felt like from the beginning man i'm excited this is this is the most exciting part of the show i'm not gonna lie in my opinion i don't know about you but i didn't know where it was going up until it happened so What it reminded me of was, and I'm not like, you know, it's a sad situation, but it's kind of like when you have to put like a dog down and you just give it all the food that it wants before you just have to, you know, (laughs) basically before the time comes. Like, because Gabby had kind of decided, like, I'm not ready to be a mom. And Nate is a father. um, And so it was kind of, honestly, it was kind of sweet how she did it of, you know, let's, we're going to have this one-on-one thing. And then they, they're the one thing, I don't know how long it actually took, but she didn't sugarcoat it. Basically. It wasn't like, Oh, we're going to go and do this fun adventure in Amsterdam. How fun. It was kind of, all right, we're going to walk and we're going to sit on a bench and I'm going to rip the news to you. Yeah. I'm glad she did it that way because you know, I think with Nate, I think he would have probably been more upset than anything. Whereas she just kind of went in and was like, okay, here's the deal. We're in different positions in life right now. You've got a kid. I don't have a kid yet. I'm not sure I'm ready for a kid yet. 
And if I have a kid, I kind of want to have it with the person I fall in love with. Um, not saying that that wouldn't work out, but um, I think that was probably the best move in Gabby's part, in my opinion. Um, just because, you know, if there are different parts in life, they're not going to come together and become that cohesive one, you know, unit that they mm-hmm. want to be when they get married. So I think that was a good part. Good, good parting. It, you could tell it was going, it was tough for her. I mean, we had these questions yeah. with when Nate revealed that he had a kid was like, Gabby needs to ask herself this question and really be like, yeah. am I ready to be with the, you know, to be now like she, she, i don't know the picture of the like what the you know how the the, the birth mom's in the picture so she's yeah. going to be like a stepmom right? right but she still has to i mean nate it's not like you you know nate and without like the kid like you have to be ready to be a parental figure yeah. in some kind and if she's Definitely. not just not ready for that i totally respect her making that decision um but here's the one thing i'll say about this the uh, we spoke about it in the last episode but the stuff that's come out about Nate about him um and like this whole situation that happened dating situation that happened last year it made it me less sad for Nate i'm not saying i'm sure this it stunk for him but if this is true what came out um and i don't really cuz it's all rumors but it's i don't feel as bad for nate i'm just gonna be honest mm-hmm. um but yeah it, that music though that that uplifting piano music i mean i almost shazammed it that was beautiful music that they were playing in the background <laughs> that was amazing yeah you're right frank i, I enjoyed it and, for sure did you like how they were just um, like chilling think... chilling in the oh you think what sorry so um, I just think that, um, like I was saying before, Gabby made the right decision on that. But yeah, going back to that music, yeah, killer music. <laughs> How about them just chilling in the city? I mean, they're just like on some like park mm-hmm. bench, like pretty city center. I'm just, I've never yeah. been to Amsterdam, but they're just like sobbing. Just the camera crew, just yeah. the people of Belgium had or Bel- Belgium. I'm sorry, the Netherlands people. We were in <laughs> Belgium. Right we were in belgium last week the netherlands have to just be confused like (laughs) i bet i mean they i wonder if they even have like this type of show there in uh, amsterdam i don't know i mean they might and then they might know kind of what's going on but i don't know to see something videotaped like that with all the cameras and all that stuff going on i would be really um kind of curious to see what's going on and why you know these two people are crying on a park bench you know right if i didn't right. know what the show was and <laughs> so the other thing that i i'm gonna be honest i kind of enjoyed was we finally got i believe this was our second luggage being taken away of the season what i was gonna Sorry, go no no it's fine i was just gonna say that um you know that i mean the luggage guy is famous the person that takes away the luggage um with the guys and like you know everybody's huddled around yeah. and they they wheel it around and uh or wheel it off you know exit or whatever they just like take it i'm just like i mean since jordan v we hadn't had somebody get sent home packing i don't believe on a one-on-one it's kind of funny because the guys are always conveniently sitting on the couch right. talking to each other when this luggage is being taken out. So they know someone's gone instantaneously once that luggage is gone. And that luggage is just sitting right there so they know something's going to happen. <sighs> That's exactly right. I, I had this complaint about stuff being too set up. Uh, during this episode and it it was I mean I don't really know they don't like get their phones or anything like that I don't think so they don't really have a lot to do besides just like chat but you know that the producers are like hey guys let's sit down here something's gonna happen they gotta make it interesting otherwise if they don't make it interesting nobody's gonna watch the show 
I mean, that's it's true. As Brandon says, as butter <laughs> as butter lettuce, Brandon says, you know, they do a good job of producing this show. Yeah, that's true. Um, and by the way, if you hear technical difficulties, Pat is currently broadcasting from his automobile. So <laughs> if you hear some static, sorry guys. No, it's fine. You know what? It's it's good outside of is the technical better? difficulties it's no it's been it's been good i i feel like the the sound has been good okay. from pad and um i'm just saying okay. that it may be on my end um the the frank <laughs> compound to pat's car connection is not is not humming tonight um yeah. right, right. <laughs> um and and it could start raining here so you oh might boy. be able to hear some rain hitting the car shortly but i don't know we'll see what happens <clears throat> Um, so, uh, should we get into the Zach and Rachel date? Yeah, let's do it. I think, um, yeah, let's do it. Tell me, tell me, Pat, can you give me an accent to speak in while we talk about this date? (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's go with, um, Australian. Can you do Australian? All right. Let's go. So Zach and Rachel had a date. All right. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, we we peeked into Rachel uh, walking in a, a tulip field, and so you know Zach came in, and it was really like a um, very what you think of Netherlands. Uh, they were <laughs> they were in the tulip field. They were making out, of course. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, oh wait, I'm sorry. I I dropped character. Pot what? What did you think about the diet? That, that was good, Frank. <laughs> what did you think about the diet? Um, <laughs> your accent's pretty good, Frank. I almost didn't understand you, but that's okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought it was okay. Um, they went through a, um, a tulip field, which was kind of cool. They had, had different colors of tulips, from bright red to purple to white to I don't know, every single color you could think of. They walked through it. Um, then they went on a bike ride, which was kind of interesting as well. Do you remember that part where they just kind of rode their bikes? I kind of I kind of skimmed through this date. Um, <laughs> I did see in the That's post-credits. Okay. That's okay. The, I saw in the post-credits that she the, was the, struggling. The best, part, the best part, Frank, the best part of this Okay, she was struggling. Yes, definitely. She was going to stand on her uh, her seat, but um, almost fell. So they decided to stop doing that. Um, but they ended up getting some lemonade from a lemonade stand, which was kind of kind of interesting. Wow, um, I did not know that. Yeah, and then they started walking by a windmill and they made out. You know, that was you know basic you know stuff you'd see. Um, especially in the Netherlands or in Amsterdam, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, same, same um, place. I mean, what else happened? Yeah, pretty much the same place. Um, so, um, they went to they went to dinner. Um, that also right. happened. Um, they bonded over therapy. Uh, they made out, of course. Mm. Um, Zach said he's fallen in love with her. Uh, then <laughs> uh, Zach got the rose. Uh, they walked through an art museum, yeah. and uh, there was a f- oh, and then they were making out uh, in the square. Uh, I'm losing this accent here, and <laughs> and, <laughs> and there was music playing. No, uh, you know, they yeah, they was lovely music. They made out. Oh, the best, the best music. You know, the best part um, of the music. It was uh, a. a- couple violins and um i think it might have been a a bass maybe Mm -hmm. um it was very um very calming and soothing and they danced for a little bit um and made out um i think zach actually said that um he's falling in love with rachel Mm -hmm. i said that and so i kind of feel like that's they're kind of bonding and getting closer together you know in my opinion right i loved it it you, brought a I, tear to my eye. I don't know about you, Frank. We love love here. Love. Yeah, me too. We all love love. <laughs> so, um, 
<laughs> okay, so if you want to get into the... <laughs> that was pretty much it in a nutshell. That was pretty much it in a nutshell. I mean, he gets the rose. He's happy. She's happy. That's it. You know. Sure. That's a good synopsis, right? Yeah, very good. Yeah, I'd I'd read that movie for Blockbuster. <laughs> I probably did a couple of times too. Yeah. Um, and then we got into the group date with mm-hmm. um with Gabby. Gabby. Gabby's group date. Boy, I'm going to do what be kind of PG. I'm going to skip over some of the parts of this episode. So can I just bring something up before we go into it? So the date card said, um, take love to the edge was their clue on what they were going to do. Take love to the edge. Boy, did they ever. How does that sound? (laughs) They sure did. Let's get right into it, right? Yeah. Um, they, they, they entered this room. There is a woman with a whip, um, and uh, the guys were awkwardly standing around for for most of most of this date. Can you tell me what she said, Frank? I forget, Pat. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> did too. But... Come on, Pat. Come on, Pat. What did she say? Um. Um, <laughs> we can. Skip Should we keep up. this PG? Let's keep. Yeah, it. So... let's keep this PG, Frank. I mean, we don't want to like really um, make it an R video or uh, podcast, do we? Right. Do we? Well, that's what I was nah, saying. Nah, we won't. That's what I was saying. All right. So, uh, to get into Gabby's group date, uh, she went to this. Um, this place um well first off pat what did the uh, the group date card say <laughs> it said take love to the edge it's what the group card said and boy did we um uh, just a disclaimer um pat i think you would agree with this uh i think we should approach this date with um kid gloves um, yeah, I, I i think we should portray it how like a pbs kids show would well, you know, the thing is, Frank, I don't know if I've got the words correct because they kind of bleeped a bunch of that out. So yeah. uh, I don't know what they said. Let's put it that way. So they walk in and this uh, woman is holding a, a whip. There's a chair. She's whipping it around. Um, and basically, uh, she just, they want to... I don't even know how to describe. Let's call the word coloring, right? She wants to, the the guys to connect around coloring with uh, Gabby, right? Let's just say that there was um, some whipping cream, um, some whips, um, and some other um, things that happened. So um, you guys can fill the rest of that in, right? Yeah, well... The one interesting thing I want to talk about is the guy's uh, safe words. Um, mm. When when you know they have the colored pencils out and they're uh, you know they're they're coloring. Uh, John Johnny's safe word was pumpkin. Jason's safe word was cruise ship. Spencer's safe word was Albuquerque, and Logan's was asbestos. Uh. That Albuquerque, man, that cracked me up when I heard that. I was like, are you kidding me? That's your safe word? That's a long word to say to um, to use if you're, uh, you know, doing that thingamajig. You know what I mean? Yeah, coloring. Um, so um, <laughs> the woman asked some tough questions, and uh, she said she would whip the guys if they weren't honest. Uh, mm. None of the guys actually answered truthfully. Um, or answered, to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's I, true. And uh, the the guys, uh, you know, took their shirts off and uh, they laid down on pillows. And uh, Gabby like sprayed whipped cream on them and dripped mm-hmm. candle wax. And oh, that's like, got to be super painful. Hot uh, uh, wax. I Johnny had that like put on. I'm like, 
ow! Like, stop! I'd be like, stop it! I was in pain watching that, honestly. Ugh. I didn't know what to think. <clears throat> it... It was rough. It was it was like a torture chamber for for I. It was tough to watch. Yeah, it was pretty tough. The the one thing I will notice is I don't know if anybody else caught this, but as somebody who does this, I respect his game. When they took their shirts off, Spencer, you could see he, when he lays down, he does a crunch. He you could see him like do some crunches, kind of, and that's a move that you do. Um, like, you know, if I have to go to like the gym or like the beach, I was about to say the gym, but I don't go to the gym. You have to like go to the beach. Um, you know, I do about like a couple minutes of crunches, right. You know, kind of work out the abs, get them firing. And that's like, you know, it's just something that guys do. And I, I think that's what Spencer was doing. If I'm, if I'm not, if he was, I, I don't know. But I have a feeling that he was doing a, like a crunch or two to get the abs firing, and I respect his game. Yeah, that's smart actually, especially when you're trying to impress a girl like her. You really want to, you know, get those abs firing. You want to look good. You want to feel good, and you want to show off a little bit. And that's what he did. He showed off a little bit. He did. Um, so I think that was the most fun group date of the season. I don't know what you your thoughts were. I thought it was a pretty good date, honestly. Like it was something different, something I've never seen before. So that made it interesting. That made it kind of fun to watch. Um, I enjoyed that part of it. Something <clears throat> I hope to never see again, as well. I. Yeah, you know, um, it's one of those things you see it once, and you're just like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to see that ever again. But um, it's it's it was interesting. So, uh, then just to go to the cocktail party, uh, Logan was not there because Logan, who cannot leave an episode alone, got COVID. And so (laughs) they, Jesse goes to Gabby's room. It didn't look like Gabby wanted Jesse to come in, to be honest, Uh, broke the news and the cocktail party got canceled. I mean, every yeah. cocktail party during this season has seemed to get cut short Canceled. in some way. Yeah. It's happened more than two times, at least, you know, and it's <clears throat> it's getting to be a trend, you know, whether it's COVID or something else happening, they're not ready to um, pick or whatever, you know, it seems like that's a trend going on. And hopefully after this week, that'll put an end to it. <clears throat> Nothing, I'm telling you, Pat, every week, is some, nothing can go right. We can't, I mean, that's, I guess, the good of the show, but it's like, it seems like everything is getting, something gets canceled or cut short yeah. every week this season. Definitely. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I hope, I hope next week it goes really well. Um, I think it will mm. with, um, them meeting the families and i think hopefully nothing will go wrong this time hopefully everything will just go smooth well no i don't want to see it go smooth i want to see stuff go crazy in my opinion that makes it interesting right (laughs) that's true but we'll see what happens next week so uh just to get into rachel's group date uh that one was it was it was fine my whole thing was it seemed the the whole thing about the cheese the the town square cheese market and they just happened to have the strong the annual cheese market strongman competition where only the guys from the show competed like come on Mm -hmm. come on they made that they embellished that a little bit just a little bit um the one thing I'll have to say is, I guess before the um, the convenient strongman competition was, it gave uh, the one thing I found interesting was if you watched The Bachelor, uh, like like eight years ago or something, say like Juan Pablo season, something that happened a lot was a lot of during the dates, something that um, like in The Bachelorette, like just the the series was 
during these group dates, there's a lot of positioning, there's a lot of whisking away, it felt like. And that was something that I we kind of got was Avon wanted to bring Rachel to down to the water. Then yeah. the guys were like, what is he doing? Then mm. Tino sneaked in and, uh, and Tino's that like... That was a snipe. Tino was trying to snipe <laughs> that. I don't think he prevailed on that, honestly. I you don't, don't think, think so? Did. I thought that was I don't smooth. Think so. <clears throat> I mean, I think Avon kind of went in for the kill at first mm. and was just like, there we go. That was, the one thing I would say from Tino was it was kind of a defensive move. Like, Tino, yeah. I guess if somebody else wasn't going to do it, you can't let Avon have the victory. But it was kind of like, let Avon have the have the W on this one. I feel yeah. like that the only thing, you could only do more harm for you than good. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how she actually reacted to it. But, you know, I think that was a good move on Avon's part just to try to, like, cement that win in. Right. At least for this week. And, I mean, Tino went in. He also did. He just kind of tried to sneak in and snipe that. But I think I think that move was actually good on both parts, you know? Like, just try to, like, get in there and just to show a presence, you know? And I think that's one thing that, Rachel kind of needs to see is, you know, people that are actually trying to get her um, and try to, like, basically just move in and, like, try to, like, I don't know, just, I would say, like, try to, like, set a precedence of what I want or what Avon wants or what Tino wants, you know? Right. And I think that's that's actually a good move on their part. So, um, yeah, they just to, to talk about the strongman competition, uh, Tino had a bit of, uh, I don't know. So it wasn't to get the, the prize wasn't like a one-on-one -on -one time or anything. I don't think. Right. No. Like it was, it was just, like a block of cheese. Wasn't it like a roll of cheese or whatever they call that? Yeah. It, it, there, I thought like the winner would get like one at one time. There wasn't like a huge payoff for it, but basically the guys are like separating their shoulder blades for this competition. Ethan yeah. almost won, and then like even kind of like was like, "Oh, I'm gonna win! I'm gonna win!" And then like Ethan set his down first, and um, yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> it was it was kind of kind of a weird situation yeah. because. Even though Tino won, I don't feel like he got any sort of prize for winning. And it was just like a friendly competition type thing. And I don't know, like, you would think there would be some sort of prize, like um, like a 20-minute one-on-one with, you know, her. But nothing like that seemed to have happened, you know. It was kind of just lackluster, honestly, in my opinion. But... Uh. Yeah, and so... I guess um, just so we can talk a little more about Tino, they had the cocktail party. I didn't really think much happened. Did you have anything from Rachel's cocktail party? that? Not really. Not really at all, honestly. So <clears throat> Tino had like a really good one-on-one -on -one time. I thought Ethan did as well. They all had good one-on-one -on -one time, right? Tino mm. thought for sure he was getting that one-on-one -on -one rose or that um, that group date rose. Yeah. Well, Tyler got got the group date rose and mm -hmm. Tino was not happy. Was no. not happy at all. <laughs> not at all. <clears throat> and Ethan was just dunking on him. Ethan Ethan like at the, <laughs> Ethan was like they were they were just honestly like dude, you you're going to be safe this week. What are we doing here? Like, just take a deep breath. Mm -hmm, definitely. I don't know. I feel like Tino, or I'm sorry, Ethan really didn't do as much as I thought he would have done to try to at least stay in, in the competition. But, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, like, he got second place. And after that, <clears throat> he really didn't, like, do much other than that and ended up losing and getting kicked out i don't know like well what i said was 
at the top when he didn't get the one-on-one group date when it was a second helping of Tyler or of uh, of Zach I'm sorry Mm -hmm. I you kind of saw the writing on the wall where Ethan is going to make somebody very happy one day I can I'm just guessing he I mean he seems like a great guy but he just didn't get enough time with Rachel Mm-hmm. And it just circum and it just stinks for him because he seems like a really awesome dude, um, and that was kind of. But like, I don't know. Was it kind of? Was he in the Jordan V situation where they're just great guys? Just yeah. Rachel doesn't have a just damn feel connection, or that could be the case. You know, like it. I feel. I feel like Rachel is very particular on what. She- she wants and if she doesn't get what she wants she's just that's it you know and i feel like ethan was close to getting it but wasn't close enough right no i i totally i totally agree i just i just don't think he got a fair uh, enough yeah. time really because it seemed like he had like no time with her essentially at the it kind of reminds me of week one where like remember how during week one we didn't get to meet everybody because there wasn't enough time. Right. And with Ethan, I kind of feel like that was kind of like the same thing where he didn't get enough time with um, her at all. So, but um, as of now, I would like him to be the bachelor. Um, We're getting to that point here where I think some of these guys have a chance at being the next bachelor um, I I think from this season, I would say you have uh, like Jordan V. I think is yeah. in that. Um, yeah. Honestly, um, I think that like Nate has a chance, um, but I don't. We'll see how that situation that came out about Nate goes over. Um, I I would say Ethan wouldn't be well deserving too. But yeah, I'm I'm really like. I'm really curious of who from this season, if they pick someone from this season, becomes the what Bachelor. Do you think, what do you think about, like, if Meatball became the next Bachelor? <laughs> I mean, <sighs> Meatball would be... <laughs> Meatball's season would be incredible. Yeah. I would, I would actually watch that. Like, I would watch it the moment it came out mm-hmm. every week if meatball made it but who knows that would be that would be the batch talk with the broski is like dream bachelor we would need to get him on the batch talk with the broskis for sure oh we would just i mean chatting with just a bowl of of meatballs i mean just (laughs) i'm sorry hold on let me chew hold on sorry meatball hold on let me (laughs) So, <laughs> where's your favorite place to get a meatball grinder in Chicago? Oh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, just to, <laughs> wow, he liked that one. Um, no, it's fine. No, I. I <laughs> um. So. To go into the rose ceremony or pre-ceremony roses, Gabby gave out Zilcho. So, um, it was, uh, I, I believe, right? I don't... Yeah, cause... she didn't give out anyone, um, obviously because of the whole deal with, um... Nate. Nate, yeah, definitely. I think that kind of brought it down for her. And, and then nothing really happened till the uh, rose ceremony. <clears throat> and and even with the rose ceremony, she only picked three uh, guys. Well, that's what I was going to talk about was she at the top of the uh, rose ceremony. Oh, in uh, your Rachel's uh, pre-ceremony roses were Zach and Tyler. Um, right. So for Gabby you kind of saw the writing on the wall unless this was a producer thing Mm -hmm. the fact that i mean we can just get into it she gave she went rapid fire which i was surprised that they didn't slalom between the both of them yeah Um, right (laughs) she went eric 
okay? Mm-hmm. Then Jason, and then you had a showdown between Johnny and Spencer. I don't know why. I thought Spencer was getting the rose. I really did. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel the same way on your part there. But I feel like it could have gone either way, or it could have gone both. Honestly, Spencer could have possibly had it as well. But what she had said, what Gabby had said, was she's not ready for four guys during next week's ceremony. So, um, yeah, that was that was kind of an interesting um, thing that uh, occurred. <clears throat> Whereas Rachel had four. And Gabby only had three, so that was pretty interesting. Yeah, and I guess who... So now we have three guys vying for Gabby's heart. If you would say who, I guess, of any of them to get engaged of the... Or to, like, you know, get engaged to her, who would you say? Because I think it's Eric, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I was thinking Eric as well. Um, I think that's... I think, I think Eric and her kind of are as much compatible with each other as anyone. I mean, they're pro- they probably have the best chance of being compatible with each other. And I feel like Gabby, Gabby is very cautious of who she wants to pick because of everything that's happened in her life before um, this whole um, bachelorette thing. So. I think Eric is probably the winner. And I think she could be happy with Jason. They really have something special, it seems like. But I just don't... I don't know why I just don't see her picking him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... I don't see it. I just don't see it. I, no. I don't know if it's some sort of, like, communication barrier between them or something. But I feel like Eric has got, got a lock. I'm going to say he's got a lock with gabby wow wow that's a lock lock it in boys let's lock it in let's lock it in eric and uh avon eric and avon wow i was about to say so on rachel's side avon and tino got a rose it was the showdown we kind of covered this tino and ethan kind of had a feeling it was going to be tino i think um i think it's going to be tino i really do i I think Avon is it's going to be final two. So, like, the final two, I think, will be um, for Gabby. It will be Eric and Jason. For Rachel, mm-hmm. I think it will be Avon and Tino. Mm-hmm. And I really do think that Tino uh, will uh, will win the show. All I know is whatever happens, it's going to be close between Avon and Tino. But I feel like Avon's got a, a, um, a lock on it. And I think that Zach could sneak in here and mm-hmm. but i just the fact that just from the beginning i think tino was in my final four like i i don't know it just seemed that rachel was just on the tino train from night one, one. and uh, yeah it's i definitely think and but you know who's not a fan of tino who's that butter lettuce brandon what no, no way Thank you for listening to the past two episodes. Yeah, he um, does not. He doesn't. He he thinks that Tino um, is saying, and he picked up on some stuff I didn't see, but that Tino's just kind of saying the stuff that Rachel wants to hear, and it's it was definitely an interesting take on on Tino, which I hadn't heard. We said goodbye to Spencer, uh, butter lettuce Brandon's guy, and Ethan. The one thing I'll say, Pad. All of Gabby's mm-hmm. guys have the same hair color. You're right. They totally do. I think uh, she must like those types of guys. <clears throat> I think, uh, yeah, you're exactly right. I didn't even think about that. I never put that together, Frank. When I saw them at the three, the final three, um, or the the three and Gabby, I'm like, they all have the yeah. same hair color. Um, so let's run through quick uh, who we thought won the week, uh, who lost the week in the season-defying moment. I will go first with who won the week. Uh, I see this one's tough because no one really stood out to me. Yeah. Uh, but I guess like Tyler won the week. 
because Tyler had a lot of screen time. I I think Tyler for Rachel won the week. Um, mm. Who who do you think? I think um, that's a great question. I mean, Tyler had a great week. You're exactly right on that. I'm going to keep on going with Avon. I think wow. he had a great week. Um, like I said, he just kind of fits in. He just kind of goes in um, with Rachel. And um, like I said, when they were with the, the dates, he kind of just walked away with um, Rachel and talked to her and, you know, hugged her. And, you know, it just, I kind of feel like he, he actually won it. And, so I think uh, the listeners at home will probably be saying, well, what about Zach? I, I just don't, I don't know if Zach moved the needle anymore for himself or was it, you know, I just, I, I think that he had a really good date. I just don't like, you know, I don't know. I just think Tyler d- made a bigger move um, mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, point rankings if we're you know the bar chart i think goes high for um for tyler and i I, oh i feel like we're getting to the stage in um the competition where you kind of have to start um creating some sort of differentiation between these guys otherwise if there's no difference between these guys they're just going to fall off and that's going to be the end of it you know it's just going to be cut so if you're not like re creating yourself every week it's just going to become boring with these girls because they're looking for someone different that's that's a great point thank you and i guess you could also say rachel won the week because look what happened no drama for rachel this week true that's true uh Uh, though as much as much as i love gabby i kind of feel like and i said this before I kind of feel like she's trying to fit in a little bit. And I feel like there's some parts where she's not always in, like she's very emotional. So I'm, I'm feeling like she needs to like not fit in, but like kind of like just feel a little bit better because I feel like some moments there's, there's so much crying and she's kind of upset and trying to figure out where she's going to go. So I think you're right. I think Rachel hit hit it on the, the hammer. And so who do you mm. think lost the week? Mm. That's a great question. Um I mean there's a low hanging fruit here, but let's go with the let's go with Jason. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I, we didn't get a lot of Jason time, so why do you say that? Like, like you said, we didn't get much. We didn't get much time with him. So I kind of feel like, like I said before, if you're not gonna like create any sort of differentiation between them, they're gonna get cut. So I feel like Jason is honestly possibly gonna get cut eventually. Yeah, I. This is tough because, like, I guess you could say. I mean, I guess my official person is going to be Logan. I'll, I'll take that low-hanging fruit because, okay. I mean, getting – it's just – and here's the thing. I, you don't want him to get – I'm not saying because he got COVID, but it's just mm-hmm. – the guy just – of course, like, he can't – of course, the, the Logan saga is not going to end perfectly. Yeah, something, something's going to happen. I feel like Logan – I don't know. Like, he's going to come back. Really? Wow. This is my theory behind it. He'll come back eventually. I mean. Could Logan be the Bachelor? That could possibly be. That would be actually pretty interesting, I would would think. If Logan comes back. I could see Or if he doesn't come back. If he doesn't come back this week or next week, um, he might be the Bachelor next, next season. He has that. He has that bad boy, you know, bachelor kind of mm-hmm. swag to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. We'll see what happens. I and, mean, oh yes. I said uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Like I said, always it's always drama, always something going on every week. So I'm kind of interested to see what's happening next week. 
I wish it was next week, honestly. <laughs> and just to wrap it up, who do you think? Uh, what do you think was a season-defying moment? Oh, season-defying moment. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Like, great question, Frank. And just for to clarify for um, new listeners, uh, if you're just joining us this week, it's a uh, season-defying moment is something that's going to affect the outcome of the end of the show. Um, mm. And so I guess I can go. I do think that the um, the Zach date is a season-defying moment just because... I mean, him saying he really made that push for her, mm-hmm. uh, for the heart, and so I, I, I honestly, I could you could say that or Tyler getting the group date rose. Um, That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <clears throat> I like the fact that he did get that group rose. Is that your season defying moment? Um, can I just say that I think. I think Avon's going to take it. I think that's one of the season defying moments right there. Like he's trying, trying to push in, move in with her. And I think that's, you know, there's so many with Avon. I think he's like the top winner. Wow. What you're on the Avon train. I think I'm on the Avon train. I think he's going to take it with Rachel at least. No, oh, I'd I'd hope I'd hope he doesn't get engaged to Gabby after all this time. <laughs> that would be that'd be crazy. That'd be it? something. All right. That would make some drama, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this was it. This was a good episode, in outside yeah. of our uh, little technical uh, difficulties. But uh, yeah. yeah, I, I are. Will you be with us next week, Pat? Yeah, Maybe. definitely. I'll be back okay. next week. Pat will be back next week uh, for another edition of Batch Talk with the Broskies. Um, Pat, do you have any closing thoughts before we get out of here? Um, like I said, you know, these shows are so interesting and so entertaining that I can't wait for next week to happen and uh and we can figure out what's uh what's gonna happen. It'll be great. I can't either. Well said, Pat. We will talk to you next week and uh at, at hometowns we'll be crisscrossing the country here. Uh, hometowns, my favorite. I'm excited. I can. Uh, we're gonna get some good, some good cooking, home cooked. Yes, meals. I'm pumped. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, guys.